Hello and welcome to The Pen Addict, a weekly show where we talk about pens, paper and all of the lovely analogue tools that we love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley and I'm joined as always by your host, Mr. Brad Dowdy, The Pen Addict himself. Hello, Brad. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Very well, sir. Very well. Uh, This episode is sponsored by Squarespace and Pearnote. We're going to talk to you about those fantastic sponsors a little bit later on in the show. So, the eagle has landed. (laughs) <laughs> it was quite the ordeal, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Um, anybody that fo- has been following me on Twitter has been seeing me talking about uh, my um, vanishing point woes this week. Um, but it has finally arrived. It arrived yesterday after paying... Um, I think I paid in shipping the amount that the pen cost That's by the crazy. end of it. Um, I've learnt my lesson, and I will no longer be using the guaranteed shipping option because it's you know the, the cost doesn't really make it worthwhile unfortunately it's no no fault of jet pens it's totally the uk customs officials that made it as difficult as this but you yeah, know and i i don't even understand how that works at all i don't know that we, we want to digress into that but that just boggles my mind yeah i think it's best for everybody involved if we just <laughs> leave it leave it there <laughs> so it arrived it arrived with something else. It wasn't the only thing that I purchased. I also oh. bought myself another Retro 51 Tornado. Oh, that's I mentioned. right. I bought the, uh, the King version, which is very attractive. Cool. But I mainly bought it just because I want another one at home. Um, and I've come to the realization that I think I may start collecting them. Okay, that, that's uh, not an uncommon thing. I don't think with the with the tornado and other retro fifty one models. I mean, it's kind of I don't know that it's made necessarily for that, but they do a good job of you know updating with new new items or limited items and things like that. I think that's a pretty good idea, especially because I'm going to include a link to um, a recent blog post from Retro Fifty One um, where they showed a, a new bunch of styles that they've got coming out mm-hmm. soon. And some of them are really cool. Yeah, was that the ones with kind of the two-tone barrels? Yeah, and like the copper-blasted ones, which look like yeah. they've been like, rusted. They look incredible. Yeah, that's going to, yeah. They, they'll get you. <laughs> I tried um, tried getting them on Twitter to send me one. Like, but they, I don't think they, they took the bait. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want one. And it seems like it's going to be a while until they're released. Um, they're yeah. very cool so I'll put a link in the show notes to them because uh, they took they took to my fancying so the the vanishing point then mm-hmm. so it comes in a very interesting package doesn't it yeah it's like, it a, it's like a suspended it's plastic. like a big picture frame you know yeah. the pin suspended in a weird and I, I tried to explain that when I, I opened mine up I don't know if it's it's like a plastic but it's real pliable and it just kind like of grabs a, around the pin like a rubbery plastic mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's very, very interesting, but, uh, it was uh, nice to open it up and see something like that, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's very well done. It's, it's sturdy. <laughs> yes. And it adds to the, uh, the overall experience, like the mystique of the thing, if it were. Now I opened it and was instantly, um, pleased with the feel. And so, so I've got it in a matte black finish, mm-hmm. um, and I'm very pleased with the way the pen actually feels. Like the the matte finish is very nice. Um, the the cat uh, the uh, the clip being in the position that it is, which is 
on the writing end of the pen um, was initially quite, even though I knew it was there, it was still uh, peculiar for me. And, sure. And it maybe gets in the way a little bit for me sometimes, but not so much that it causes a problem. Mm-hmm. But just with the way that I write, sometimes um, it's there where I'm not necessarily expecting it to be. But it doesn't cause me an issue, really, I don't think. Um, the knocker is incredible. Yeah, it's really it's really sturdy. And, and I just, it's, yep. <laughs> it's just all the time being clicked because it feels good. It's got a real power behind it. Like when you retract it, it's like, yep, pen's retracted. Mm-hmm. It's got a very nice power. And that comes from when you're, I mean, you, you posted your review, your sort of video. Mm-hmm. which um, will be in, in the show notes, obviously. And, and you, what happened to you is exactly what happened to me when you unscrew it. The end <laughs> just flies off because the spring's so powerful. Yeah, yeah. You got to uh, kind of have to cup over the uh, back of your hand, the back of your hand um, when you're unscrewing it because the, the back end of the barrel really pops off. Like it's kind of spring-loaded. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just pops off of there. So, yeah. It, it's gone flying across the desk more than once. And it comes with a converter standard, right? Yes. Uh, but I, I purchased some Namiki cartridges mm-hmm. uh, just because, you know, I have, I've decided I want to get another Prera as well. Okay. Um, and the reason I want to get one is because I am in love with the broad nib. Yeah, and you, get, you got a broad nib in the vanishing yeah. point, right? Yeah, I did. Okay. And it, it is the same thickness as the Safari, pretty much. Okay, good. The, the medium, medium nib. Yeah, which which I really love. I I, I love the medium safari. Um, right, that's the sweet spot for you. Yep, because yep. it's comfortable, um, but not not too too big. The uh, the the Namiki ink is very nice; it dries quickly. Um, but the actual writing experience of the Vanishing Point is incredible. It feels really good, um, and I am yeah, I, I am very very pleased with this purchase. Good. Yeah, it's 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 kind of the the total package. Yeah. Um, pen. I mean, it's it's got everything. It's got looks. It's, it's got build quality. Yep. Um, yeah, it's got uniqueness. Um, it's got quality, um, and it's got versatility. It's you nice. Know, it's you got can, a really good weight. Nice, yep. nice heavy pen. Which, as I've always said in the past, a heavy pen always feels like an expensive pen. Mm-hmm. And you know, and even so, and, and, and it is. An expensive pen, but I, you know, I haven't had any issue, you know, carrying it around. I feel comfortable that you know I'm not going to do any damage to it carrying it around, you know, in my pocket or or clipped to my clipped to my shirt or anything like that. The actual nib itself is an in, it's interestingly designed. Um, like a lot, a lot of it comes out of the end of the pen, mm-hmm. um, and it looks quite unique to me. Yeah, it's um. Much much narrower than a traditional fountain pen nib. Yeah. Even if the the smallest nib you probably owned before, it's still probably half that size. And that's because so. of the I assume because of the mechanism. Yeah, the it, I guess it, it's part of the the retractable nature of this pen to to make it that way. You know, and then when you take out when you take out the uh, the whole um, inside of the pen, the whole nib section and cartridge section all comes out in one and you see the way it's designed it's really long and skinny to allow to allow it to be retractable and, and yeah. still work well so i guess to get the right amount of ink flow and be retractable and to do its job it um it's good um 
Have you started using the cartridges yet? I have. How I do you have, feel about um, cartridge as opposed to to the converter? Yes. So this week, this past weekend, I uh, you know cleaned it up. You know, just ran some water through. Since I had black ink, I had uh, Pelican Brilliant Black ink in my pen, which I liked um, using the converter. And I wanted to switch to cartridges before I started going into work, just because I just ease of use. Honestly, I mean, if I'm using it at work, you know, all the time. Um, and I run out, I just want to be able to pop in a cartridge. I don't want to keep ink at my desk and, and have to deal with that. Um, just not interested in doing that at work right now. Yeah. So I switched, I cleaned it out. It cleaned out very easily. Um, dried it off, popped in a cartridge and I was ready to go. So, um, the cartridge has been good so far. And I, I like the, I like the, uh, the additional part that they give you the, the cartridge cap, Right, it's like the metal piece that goes over the cartridge. Oh yeah, that's I found that quite interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 because the the knock is so sturdy, they don't want to um, damage it hitting the back of your ink cartridge. Oh, I haven't does actually that, put that online. Does that make sense? Yeah, you should. Yeah, I should go. I should go find it. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to do anything immediately. It's it's more of a overtime wear, mm-hmm. right? Because that cartridge is plastic, and that little uh, shell looks like a bullet. <laughs> Um, you place it right over the um, right over the cartridge insert, and it, it matches it perfectly. And that way, when the knot depresses, um, there's no you know long term issues with with the cartridge. But if you're going through cartridges fast, it's you're you're not going to do any damage. It's just more of a protection. Yeah. Oop, this is me obviously opening my. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just split it open, right? Yeah. Yeah, it really pops open hard. You got to, like I said, I I haven't sent it to the floor yet, but I've sent it across the table for sure. <laughs> I seem to, I can't seem to find. I don't know if we're along the right, right lines. It's not in the box. Uh, it was on underneath um, the packaging of mine, like on the back side with like the paperwork, because it came with a cartridge, right? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. It oh, should I be didn't. I didn't even go that far. Mm-hmm. Look at that use and care guide. The the packaging's really cool, like really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a, a packaging hoarder, like you know some people are with all kinds of devices, keeping boxes and things. I've kept that one so far. Yeah, it's. it's I feel like I can't really do this pen justice. To be honest, like oh yeah, I feel like I'm not even giving it enough praise yeah you're not worthy yeah it is it's this is a pen that i've wanted for some time like mm-hmm. because i asked you if such a thing existed like i think as i said like before we even started recording yes. this show you know when we were in our planning stage so i asked you if such a thing existed because i knew it would be something that i would want because um i love fountain pens but don't like caps right so for me it's kind of the perf it's like a match made in in heaven really you know it's it's in essence all i wanted from a pen um, right and it kind of fits that bill really i mean I've, i yeah. haven't used it enough yet um, yeah and I, i've had the same feelings of like you know when i'm from the pen addict perspective you know i want to review this pen and talk about it and discuss it and i had the exact same feelings i feel like you know if i do what i normally do on the pen addict with just kind of a basic review i feel like i'm only scratching the surface like i'm not doing it justice at all for how good of a pen it is 
you know, at, at, at least for me and, and it's, that's where it gets, gets to be hard writing about that kind of thing for me. Cause it's really, it's more of a personal fit, right? It fits me for what I want and for what I want to do. And it's kind of hard to translate that into like a straight pen review. So, yeah. you know, like I, I made it, you know, made an initial post about it. And I was like, look, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to rave about this pen, but I don't want to, I don't want it to end there. Right. I'm going to be using this pen. It's going to be part of my daily life. And, you know, I want to talk about other things, you know, down the line instead of it just vanishing, like a lot of pen reviews do, you know, on my site and aren't, you know, necessarily looked at again with any regularity. I want it to be kind of a regular recurring thing. So that's why I shot the video and, you know, I've already had a bunch of people asking for uh, nib width comparisons and, and all kinds of things like that. So I'm going to, you know, like I said, I want to do the pen justice. And plus, let's be honest, you know, we both invested a lot into it. I mean, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It's not It's not cheap. Um, right. But the quality of the pen... Like, I own a, a, a Mont Blanc, mm-hmm. um, which was a gift, and it was more expensive than, than this. Um, because, obviously, the conversion and stuff. And, it, it, you know, it's a, very, it's a very beautiful pen, and the nib is very beautiful, but it just doesn't have the same build quality is this mm-hmm. like it's not even close um, and I just find that to be one of the most attractive things about this pen is it's it's built so well yep I would agree so you know it, it is expensive I know that and it, it, it makes it not a um, it makes it not an impulse buy or you know just like an easy thing like so many people that listen to the show have bought a tornado right yes. because they're like twenty dollars and it's not cheap but it's not breaking the bank right um, but so, and you know this pen is not that you know you you can't just you're not just going to pick one of these up if it's on the end of the aisle at costco you, you you're not going to do that because of the price right you're just not just throw it in the cart pen but if you are interested in this pen and you think that it will be good for you um I would just say get it. Yeah. Because you're, you're going to, you know, I would be very surprised if anybody that listens to this um, and thinks that it would interest them, if they think that it wouldn't, you know, sorry, if they think that it would interest them and they try it out and it doesn't, you know, if it's not what they want, I would be very surprised by that. Yeah, I, I would too, because you're going to, you're going to know looking at it and reading about it, whether if, it, if it's going to be a fit to begin with. So you'll eliminate, you know, well, you know, I grip the pen differently. I, I, this isn't for me, or I don't like a retractable pen. It's not for me. But if you're looking for something else in your in your fountain pen, and it, it, it really might be something. And I mean, honestly, it, it took me a year to buy the pen of like really looking at it, reading all the articles I could find, making sure that, you know, spending this money was going to be worthwhile for me to that it was going to be a good fit for me to, to use because I don't want to spend that kind of money on a pen and let it sit there and collect dust. You know, it's not I didn't buy the pen to sit there and and put it on a shelf and look pretty, you know. Exactly. So, I, you know, expect expect me to talk about this as maybe as much as I talk about the Retro Fifty One. I, I know. need to, We're going I to need change to, the name of our show or something. I know. <laughs> I still think I need more use. Like I can't say that the Vanishing Point is my favorite. Like the Retro Fifty One is my favorite pen of all time. Mm-hmm. Like I love it. I love it. I've not used the vanishing point enough because even though you know it may be a better pen, 
it's uh, in all respects for example it still doesn't mean it's my favorite pen right you know it's like um i would say um the dark knight is a better movie than i don't know Mm spider-man but i prefer spider-man for example you know you can appreciate that something is better doesn't mean it's your favorite right and i'm i'm on the same page with you on that and i don't want to just because i spent that amount of money i don't want that to make to force me into saying this is my favorite pen of all time yeah exactly because it should, doesn't have to be that way you, right you, you're allowed to you, i don't want to, exactly i don't want to force myself into feeling like this has to be the best pen i've ever used because it's so expensive Exactly. You know, if I would if if I would have got this today and didn't like it, I just would have sold it, and you probably would have bought it from me. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have recouped your customs fees though. No, I don't think anybody <laughs> would. It's so expensive. It was nearly a hundred dollars. I know that's ridiculous. That's so ridiculous. The, the shipping in total came to one hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> God, that is just massive. Yeah, I'm never doing that again. Mm. But it was worth it, worth the wait, and it actually is worth the wait. Um, because if I, you know, if 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 somebody gave me this pen and I used it, I would have paid that amount of money for it. Yeah, you know. So I'm happy with it. Let's talk about our first sponsor this week before we uh, before we move on, because we do have some other pens to talk about today. This episode is brought to you again by the fantastic company that is Squarespace, who provides you with everything you need to create an amazing and professional website. I want to tell you about a fantastic opportunity, a new offer that Squarespace has. Um, when, when you sign up with any annual plan or biannual plan, which start at the equivalent of $8 a month, Squarespace will give you a free custom domain. This is along with their reliable web hosting, powerful website creation tools, and WYSIWYG editors all in one beautiful package. You choose the domain that you want, which can include .com, .net, .org, and it remains yours. You don't need to jump through any hope. Uh, sorry, any hoops with DNS management, A records, C names, all that sort of stuff. Squarespace will take care of all of this for you right out of the box. This further makes Squarespace the perfect solution um, for somebody who does not want to have to get their hands dirty every day coding. It also makes the perfect solution for if you want to help a friend, relative, or local small business to set up a website. This makes Squarespace perfect. And if you, uh, with your new fancy domain, want an email address that's associated with it, so if we want um, bradlovesvanishingpoint.com, if, <laughs> if Brad wants to say mail at bradlovesvanishingpoint.com, then Google, uh, Squarespace make it very easy to integrate and set up Google Apps as well to give you that. Squarespace's plans start at the equivalent of $8 a month for the annual plan and $10 a month for the month-to-month plan. You can find out more about this by going to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels, where you can start your two-week free trial with no credit card required. And if or when you choose to buy, if you use the coupon code 70 decibels 5 at 70 decibels 5 at checkout, you'll get 10% off your first purchase and Squarespace will know that we sent you. So thank you very much to Squarespace for sponsoring the Pen Addict and 70 Decibels. So what else do we want to talk about today? You, you uh, At the end of last week's show, you received a mammoth order, which made for probably one of my favorite moments in the history of this show when you were <laughs> opening that box. Yeah, and yeah. You said, 
Nicole? It, it was it was uh, it was pretty funny. I uh, I got a, I I got a lot of feedback on that, which I didn't didn't expect. And uh, I was thinking, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> this is this is terrible radio, if you will. And uh, I'm just sitting here opening this box. No one can see what I'm doing and anything like that. I was like, oh, this has got to end sometime soon. But I had a bunch of people tweet me saying that was that was funny and that was that, that was kind of neat. So uh, it, that that was. Pretty cool. But uh, yeah, and, and what stinks is, you know, I started my new job, right? Yeah. So I opened that package and I've hardly got to use anything. Um, I've got two new fountain pen inks um, that our friend, our, our, our German friend Lucas uh, sent me the pronunciation of the one I, I was butchering over the, over the air last week. And I'm not even going to go there this time because he, the file he sent me, it's like this is a really serious German pronunciation that I can't even – you know my my uh, my speech does not even go those directions uh, to where it <laughs> you was. You don't have but, the correct usage of your tongue. Y- yeah, to, uh, yeah. Manage it. He was awesome sending that because it was re- it was really good. And um, it, in the the name of the brand, the the Roar and Klingler, um, I'm not even remotely close in in what that sounds like but anyway thank you lucas for sending for sending me that that was fantastic and they're, they're in the show notes for last week's episode if you want to check them out again yep yep and um so i haven't i haven't inked up anything uh-huh. with, with the two new inks that i got um i did give away the uh the monteverdi um the monteverdi uh crystal uh there's r2 making, his, R2, making sorry. his return to the show yep yep i swear i put this thing on vibrate before we started um <laughs> You know, I gave away the Mon- Monteverde crystal um, fountain pen um, on the on the pen attic, which is a really cool kind of demonstrator. You know, clear, see through um, plastic resin barrel fountain pen. It looks really nice. It's kind of new at Jet Pen, so that got a lot of good comments. And uh, one of the pens that it, to to really, you know, we're going from a vanishing point to a pen that I want to talk about. That's a dollar sixty five. Wow. And, and that I really like, and I was really anxious to get, and that's one of the. Uh, it's called the Uni Live Pigment Sign Pen. Oh, if I if I told if I asked you what a sign pen was, do you, do you, does that bring up any thoughts or or anything like that? Nope. Because a lot of people, sign pens were popular. Like, I remember them being popular, like in the seventies. Um, they, they probably go back farther than that. But there was a pen. There was actually a pen called the Pentel Sign Pen. Oh, and what did it? Do you remember a few weeks ago? I was talking about um, the pens that we used to use in school, and they were called B-roll handwriting pens. Or B-roll. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is what they look like. It's like this plastic nib. Yep. So it's a it's a plastic it's a plastic tip pen. It's like a. I, I'm gonna to butcher it because you, you you can't really see it, but it's like a uh, it's almost like a bristle tip, but it's formed in like a solid plastic, right? I call them a porous tip pen. Um, you know, they're like a white plastic tip with like it looks like the black ink or whatever color ink is kind of um, just kind of leaking out the the tip of the pen. You know, it's um, just kind of flowing there, and I love this type of pen. You know they do have some issues with breaking down over time, but I like the tightness of the line that they do, and they're usually really dark and thick and sharp. Um, it's a really good writing pen. Um, you know, I think the back in the seventies and eighties they were really popular for signing documents. You know, this is a pen that not this Uni Live pigment sign pen, but like the um, the Pentel sign pen that's so famous. You know, that's you know the the 
office supply cabinet but would be stocked with dozens and dozens of these pins because you know there's no e-signatures or electronic signatures or things like that and this was the chosen pin to sign documents with why i think i think because it was a bold black rich ink um you know that's that's the only thing i can think of is that it was you know was wider than you know wider than a, a ballpoint um and it would stand out a little bit more. I don't. I don't know the whole lineage and, and why they became so popular. But I think. I mean, even like presidents were using them and things like that. Um, and this. This. They're hard to find now. Honestly, this style of pen. Um, you know, you, you're not going to go to Office Max or Staples and have any luck in finding a porous tip pen like this. Uh, once in a blue moon, I've, I've talked about one called the Big Z4 porous tip. Um, that I found on the store shelf before, but I haven't seen them in years um, being available. So I was excited to get this one. And actually, I, when it came in at JetPens, I missed it because it sold out immediately. And then I put it on my uh, notification list. It emailed me when I came in. I ordered two of them in this last order, and now they're already sold out again. So it, people like this style of pen. I mean, it's it's cheap. It writes well. It looks good. Um, you know, it's just uh, one of those classics that's kind of been uh, remade a little bit here by uni yeah i really like the look of this it's gone on my list now mm-hmm. like I, I have a list in clear which has my um the pens that i want oh that's a good idea they have it in other colors and it's available it's available in blue at the moment and red yes yeah, so i bought um two of the extra fine blacks and then a fine blue which i have a fine the fine blue review i have ready to go pretty soon on the pen attic so i'll since we talked about it i'll be, sh- be sure to post that here in the near future the black's even better because I, I like the finer tip yeah the black looks really sweet i mean even and though I, they're fine they don't look fine no 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 not at all it's probably like the fine is probably a, a 0.5 millimeter line right. which you know most people would consider fine but it's not some type of you know micro you know, drafting art pen or something like that, like a secure Pigma Micron. You know, it's 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 a these pens are are a writing pen, really. If you're going to buy one of these, um, you want to make sure you get the one with the metal uh, clip, because if it, with what I put in the show notes, and again, if you search on Jet Pens for Uni Live Pigment Sign, it also gives one with the same name, but is a mm-hmm. is a felt tip pen. Let me see. Clicky clicky. It's more thumpy than clicky. Yeah, more thumpy. Yeah, so the the fine is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. The if you click on look at that, that's almost that's getting into more of a brush tip. Yeah, Um, it's not it's not really there, but it's getting closer to that. The extra fine ones are the one that we're talking about. But when you get to fine, it's it it is more like a felt tip pen. Yep. Make sure exactly amend that. So that's uh that's kind of the, the the polar opposite of the the vanishing point, and that's why I like that's why I've always liked pins so much. You can find something really cool for really really cheap. Yeah, and that is great. Gives you that little bit of pleasure, and I think that's why people you know are, are into pins, right? I mean, it's it it can be a, a cheap a cheap happy fix. Yeah, you can find. I mean, we both have in the past and spoken about it on the shows. You can find some real treasures. You know, like a couple of weeks ago. Let me see what was it like. Yeah, when a couple of weeks ago when I got the high tech 
point V five RT, mm-hmm. the pilot, and I loved that. You know, I was use, I've used that pen for weeks mm-hmm. for, at home for show notes and stuff. Great yeah, that, and that's a the great, the very good uh, moleskin pen. Oh, for sure. Um, talk, going back to the vanishing point, mm-hmm. I've had a weird thing. I want to see if you can help me with it. Some moleskins, sure. not all of them, but the smaller moleskins that I've been using, the pen gets a bit squeaky. Like what? Like when you're writing the nib on the on the yeah. page? Do you know? Is that what you mean? Yeah. So it's like it. I can't really explain it, but the 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 vanishing point has had like an audible squeak to it. Mm-hmm. it it's my guess is you know like on the the Mohin uh, Moleskin Kaiyes that I have, just yeah. little small ones, has to me have a more um, a, a not as smooth page. Um, at least that's just you know that I don't know if that's a, a fact. That's just kind of a. Uh, anecdotal evidence on my part just looking at it but the those pages have a little bit more uh, a tooth to them so that uh, the nib just might be just might be um the feedback that you're getting uh, across the page and then like when i compare that kaye to like the the gridded moleskin it's it's a smoother page um, so it, it may just be the quality of the paper. That's the only thing I can think of. Right. It's got a lip page has a little more tooth, and so there's going to be a little more feedback on the nib when it's touching the page. So it's just for but the. I'll look at that because I have a bunch of different papers I haven't tested it on. I'll see if I, I notice the same thing. Because it's not happening on the field notes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it, that's a much smoother page. That explains it then. So that, maybe, that's my guess without trying it out. But uh, I know was it which which type of moleskin was it? The small, uh, small Kahia. Yeah, Kahia. Yeah, I know. I hate saying I hate saying moleskin as it is because I know that's not the traditional pronunciation, and then I have to drop a Kahia on top of it. It's it's hard. Well, something I picked up this uh, this week was one of the Lego moleskin. Oh, cool! That's right. Yeah, I picked. I got one of those. Very very happy to get that. I found, I found it in a bookstore in a Waterstones. Do you have Waterstones bookstores? No, no, but I, I've heard you talking about that before. Yeah, and I, and I got one out there. I was, I was very pleased. So they have they have snap-on bricks on the cover, right? Is that the deal? The 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 cover is embedded with one of the flat bricks, mm-hmm. which you can then place things on. It's really nice. cool. And then it has loads of stickers, loads of Lego stickers. Cool. It's expensive. I know, I know. They are, uh, they are co- can be cost prohibitive if uh, if you burn through them a lot. So, but I do, I do enjoy them. So, um, have you got anything else that you want to talk about today? Um, I do, but uh, let's uh, cover our second sponsor, and I'll, I'll drop a little bit uh, one one more quick item after that. If you want to do that, awesome. Uh, last week we spoke a little bit about the features of Pear Note by Useful Fruit. This is the app that remembers what you type and when you typed it. By recording video or audio of whatever you're taking notes of, you get the ability to add context to your notes, which allows you to jump straight to the part of your media just by clicking on any word written. There is an awesome demo of Pear Note, which you can find at usefulfruit.com. Um, this demo shows off all of the awesome features of Pear Note, um, including the ability to go into any part of the media that's recorded um so you, you get to see all of that so you're you're watching basically the demo is recorded by chad who's the developer and it's a little video of chad and he as he's talking there are things happening so 
um, he starts saying, oh, and now the text will start to highlight and you start to see the text highlighting. Um, there's a slide deck in the bottom uh, right-hand corner which is flipping through the slides. Um, and and it's, a, it's an interactive demo. It's really cool. And you can see that by going to usefulfruit.com and it shows off all the great features that are in PearNote. But what's really cool about this is in PearNote 3, which has recently been released, you can create these web versions of your own notes so you can share them with other people. So if me and Brad had just, if I'd been in a, a meeting, I need Brad to see my notes, and I've been recording the audio of that meeting, I can create a web version of that note and share it with Brad so he can see it too. PearNote for Mac has recently been upgraded to version 3, as I mentioned. Um, this includes the ability to sync to Dropbox, so you can share your notes with the iPad version of PearNote, which is a very cool application. You can do most of the things you can do in the Mac version. You can record audio, video, and take your notes, and it does all the highlighting and everything, as you would have come to expect from PearNote. You can get PearNote from the Mac App Store, the iOS App Store, or directly from usefulfruit.com, which is where you can go to see the demo I mentioned, to get a 30-day free trial, and for any more information you may need. Thank you very much to Useful Fruit and PearNote for sponsoring this episode of The Pen Addict and 70 Dispels Network. So Excellent. what else did you want to talk about today? Yeah, so we kind of had a, um, a buildup of a theme which start, kind of started with the digital versus analog um, episode. And we talked about our, our friend Stephen Hackett, how he would scan in his field notes mm-hmm. right into, uh, into uh, Evernote and you know, had the OCR recognition and so we'd have all his notes available. So, and then we got, a, I got an email after that and I, I'm pretty sure I copied you on it about the, the, the gentleman, I forget his name right off the top of my head from Spain, might've been Antonio, um, about his moleskin. He does the same thing, but the inks and the paper he was using, it didn't lend well to scanning because there was so much bleed through on the back. And I think we talked about this last episode or two episodes ago. I can't remember. It, it might have been a couple episodes ago, kind of giving him recommendations for pens and other paper. And we talked about getting a Rodeo web notebook. Yeah. Well, he emailed me a couple of days ago. His Rodeo web notebook came in, and that knocked it out the park for him. He um, he did an ink test with about 12 different lines of, of different inks and colors, and I think only one like super strong ink you could even see on the back of the Rodeo Web Notebook. So he was wow. real happy for that recommendation. So uh, Rodeo Web Notebooks, people, they're the real deal. There you go. Yep. So uh, his, sure his scans were – I was like, which – is this – is this a blank page or what? You couldn't you couldn't see the ink ink uh, going through it all. So if um, anyone's into um, you know scanning for uh, long term storage of your your of your notebooks, that's that's one to look at. It'll, it'll look uh, it'll look a lot cleaner when you're scanning them in. So anyway, it was a, a success story, if you will. Cool. So that's a big thumbs up from you then. Yes, very much. And I have I've got a, a web notebook. Um, here at the house that I have not even cracked the the paper uh, the, excuse me, the plastic on the on the cover yet so um, that's it I've never used it it looks cool um, I, I just got to get time to uh, to use it maybe I'll take it to work or something like that and yeah. um, use it around the office because I'm uh, I'm dying to crack the plastic on that <laughs> <laughs> I've not um, I've not had one I've not been able to find one um, but I want to. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I, I, I like the smoothest of the paper. Um, if you use 
the the only kind of catch, and we've talked about it plenty of times, is the paper's not designed to soak up the ink, right? So if you're using a heavy ink, like a, a fountain pen ink, liquid ink, there's a little bit of a dry time that you have to be aware of. Right. So if you're using heavy inks and turning the pages or, you know, or if, or in your case, if you're a lefty, if you're dragging your hand across the page, there there might be – it's something you need to consider. Interesting. But almost in, – in for me, almost everything else positive about that trumps any of the dryness, drying time issues that, that there are. It's not extreme. It's just noticeable and especially if you use, like I said, you know <laughs> – if you're one of those guys that uses medium nib fountain pens, like me, <laughs> it's something to it's something to think about. Okay. So, anyway, that's uh, that's about it. Excellent stuff. Right. So, um, Mr. Pen Addict, where can people find you online if they would like to do so? Yes, sir. You can find me at penaddict.com. That's the uh, the blog with all the pen reviews and in the pen talk and. If you have any questions, you can find me on Twitter at Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M, or you can email me, thepenaddict, at gmail.com. Awesome. Um, I am on Twitter. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Follow me to hear me complain about pens that don't arrive at my home in the time that I would like them to. (laughs) Exactly. uh, Who knows what we're going to have to talk about next week. I'm excited already, though. Thank you very much for listening, as always. Thank you, Brad, for being here. Um, as always and until next week bye 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 talk to you later